0: Sports Finder community, welcome to Sports Finder Sports Tech Update with our friends from Bullpen Media. Today we have Clint with us on the show from Bullpen. Clint, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Ahmed. Very nice to
1: be dialing in. Always, always a pleasure to update uh, yourself, myself, and everyone listening just a bit of an update to see what's happening in sports tech. Thank you.
0: Absolutely, my friend. What's going on in the world of sports tech? Okay, let's
1: start with let's go telcos. Okay, this is a this is a, a good news thing, a good story. But Optus are going to offer offer school kids free access to Optus Sports during the Women's World Cup, which kicks off in France in June or next month, so if you're under 17, I think it's between 17 and 19 as well, but if you're under 17, officers are gonna open up the app for everyone to get, for all the kids to get free access to watch the Matildas and then some. So I reckon that's a pretty, pretty sweet little thing anyway, so. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, hello Clint. Yo, um, you're there, you're there? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to you.
1: Yeah. Ah, yeah, so that's what's going to happen, which is, I think, I mean, the benefits, the best thing is all all the matches, all the highlights, there's extra little clips and shows and studio stuff, so uh, it's excellent. First, the, the best things are this. I mean, continual visibility and access to women's sport, elite women's sport, going going to be a good tournament. Australia would probably go in as, not the favorite, but they're, they're, they're about temper expectations and and any issues with office and, the streaming, and streaming and stuff like that, no, nah, not a problem. So I think it's a good thing to get, I mean, it's good to get that kind of access to, to youngsters who will watch stuff on their phones as well. So it's, yeah, it's good. It's cool.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So it's another, and the other interesting thing is, is that obviously the competition between Fox Sports and Optus for football, fans, football subscribers. Uh, so it's that little extra tiny little bar that Optus will probably throw back at Foxtel because of, you know, the rights are uh, dispersed between two. And probably the only other interesting thing to come from that is the deputy CEO of Office is on the FFA board, so it's a nice little tie-up as well. Maybe something foreshadowing in the future,
0: I don't know. Oh, really so the dep- deputy CEO of Optus is on the FFA board yes Wow
1: Kelly Bayer wrote Marine, uh which is which is fine I mean that's how you this is how you get some of your that's how you get some of the best content and stuff like that as well so you know FFA she's she's uh, she's one of the top 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 people at, at a telco it's uh it's I don't want to read between the lines too much anyway, but you want to look at it just on face value, which makes perfect sense.
0: Well, interesting times ahead, mate.
1: Of course. Telcos telcos, uh, are are, are big players and they're continually going to be big players in this country as we keep talking rights. We somehow keep reverting back to the rights and digital rights every week. Again, telcos are there. Wow. Fascinating. So, moving on, let's have a look at Seven West Seven West Media doing a bit of a. This is very much an under the radar tech deal they've done over the last in the last seven days or so. It's just this is just a. a, They've done a deal with a global global uh, graphics video tech company called Vizarti. So. Seven West, what what ends up happening is that they now have the capability to produce more content with West people. So, VizRT is pretty much a video creation distribution tool that helps. It helps with quantity and quality of content, push it out across social media. I think it's an interesting tech story that a lot of of the broadcasters are going to keep integrating with these kinds of cloud-based products.
0: Why not? They uh, make life easier. Well, you look at Channel
1: 7's uh, social media channels, right? They put out a lot of videos pretty quick. A lot of, and pretty swift, and um, I mean, they all do. All the broadcasters do put out pretty quick and swift, and, you know, it's easy to roll on your graphics and roll on your, you know, it's to roll on your graphics pretty quick, uh, also to be there at breaking news events. So, but the idea is that I would say probably across the network, looking through some of the news is that Channel 7, across all of them are they will be putting out more than two, two 250 videos a day.
0: Wow, do you know which um which page on Facebook? I'll follow the Seven AFL page. That's a really good page. Seven AFL. Yeah, they have so much engaging content daily. That's a really really well uh structured uh distributed and engaged page. That's one of the better ones I see in this country.
1: Yeah, really. Tell me more. Why is that? It's just- you say it's restructured, engaged.
0: It's just... The content's always relevant yeah. and almost yeah. every single piece of content is engaging. So you'll see hundreds and thousands of comments and shares and so on with every single piece of content. So that's... They, they do it yeah. better than anyone that I've seen, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, it's always
1: that danger that if you're doing a lot of video and pushing it out, especially at times that, obviously, if people aren't... It's not going to be in chronological order, so you start to, have to get bombarded with videos at different times. But I guess if they're put, yeah, if they're putting out really interesting types of video. They've got the rights and the archives and stuff like that. It's, uh, so I guess it is a bit of a, a case study for some of us while we're talking.
0: Yeah, I mean, like they're always asking questions daily. Like for example, yesterday they had favorite Indigenous player to watch. 302 shares, 825 likes, 3,600 comments. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before that, they have the the power rankings, and before that, like, you, you, you know, the, there's always something for someone to answer and and give input to. That's what people love. That, that, that's what socials about. Well,
1: I mean, I reckon it comes from, obviously it's good editorial direction from above. People that obviously it's good cohesive editorial direction from above filters down to the socials, and it could be little interview things on that actually.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So I think that's a good one. Yeah, stories like that are pretty cool. Just a way how people can really. So, cause, I mean, one of the advantages and disadvantages is if you have so much cool content, it's about how to structure it and tell a story each day. It's uh, it, it can be like a death by a thousand opportunities if you've got so much to to produce, but you know, to do it cohesively is another skill into itself.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Um, next on, <laughs> oh, excuse me, next on the, moving on to some, a bit more sports techy stuff, which is a funny one. Which is, there's another sports techie thing that came out this week in Australia. Oh, obviously, we always bring back the Australian news here. Is that, this is a funny one. Ticket Tech have been bombarding people over the last few days saying they're going to be the first sport entertainment, um, Suncorp Stadium is going to be the first sport entertainment stadium in Australia offer contactless tickets on the iPhone or Apple Watch, right? Yeah. That's what what big press release is. But we generally scan our stuff on phones as it is. And, I mean, the phone, I mean, I don't know. It feels like it's news that's, like, could have been. It's not a groundbreaking thing unless it was, like, three years ago.
0: Yeah, they sound like they're they're starving for news and PR, to be honest with you.
1: Well, I mean, we generally, I mean, okay, maybe it's not barcode technology or, or anything like that, but it seems like it's not, this is not tech that's groundbreaking or anything like that. It feels like that, you know, this is something that is a generation behind when you attend, uh, when you're attending events in the US or Europe or something like that. So I find it a bit of a funny thing. I mean, I mean, the only thing extra that is of advantage or of interest is that there'll be no, yeah, you know, it is more of a frictionless entry, which you know you just tap your phone, walk in. There's no barcode scanning or any specific people like that. But I don't know. It feels like it's 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 not easy. It, it's it's new that we should have been talking about years ago.
0: Yeah, it's not revolutionary.
1: No, not at all. Considering that eventually, you know, you could have your tickets embedded in your clothing. So smart clothing is it, smart clothing is essentially now where you've got you know, RFID strips embedded in, say, in a particular part of the jersey that can hold your credentials or your ticket in the See, smart clothing is it's the is the more
0: next-gen stuff. Yeah, interesting. Moving on?
1: Moving right along. Uh, not really tech, somewhat tech, maybe tech. doesn't matter. NBA named China's most popular sports league, believe it or not. More popular than all of the football coaches in the world in every way.
0: China. I think
1: it's maybe let's 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 find a tech angle on this, right? Let's see if we can do it. Okay. The NBA is one of the most technologically savvy. Is one of the most technologically savvy organizations in the world. Right. Okay. You know, one of the most social media social media organizations in the world. All the players, many players, have their own Weibo presence. Uh, very Chinese-focused social media. Very everything is everything they do is designed for each specific market. So I think that, if you can bring it to a techie aspect, it's probably a symbol of how how tech-focused board thinking that the NBA is considering. You know, everything is rather territorial and country-focused. So uh, if if, these, if this kind of news is trumpeted, it's you know people take notice. I'm sure the English Premier League. Uh, uh, Honjo take notice of this as well.
0: My question for you is, I don't know, Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in the mood of uh, analysing so, so social media presences. Um, the AFL, what do you think of their social media presence? What I think of it,
1: uh, I mean, well, we've done it fabulously well for Australia. Uh, yes. Yeah. does fabulously well, but it's, for me, right, it's probably not the most core, I, it's probably, you know, following a governing body, for me, is not the most core aspect of, I guess, social media following or entertainment or, dare I say, it's news. Yeah. It's not the most fundamental thing. I don't go, oh, I want to check yet. I want to check out on Twitter or Facebook. It's more... You know, if I wanted to if I wanted to the AFL, you know, you bring up a good example. Seven AFL, you probably want to check them because of its content or entertainment aspect. I so think. I guess the governing body following can be a bit less yeah,
0: fundamental. I think there's, I, I think there's a really lacking if you compare to other codes.
1: Oh, no, always you can't compare, no. But I guess you know when you when you use the word <coughs> when you use the country China, I think it's. There's probably a certain provenance, I guess, of, uh, that it feels like people want to take. They treat it as like I want to take that biggest market as I can, and treating it as a market, not as a, you know, a populace of people involved in sport.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that's that's a great achievement by the, by the uh, NBA.
1: I think it's, I, I think it's, uh, it is a great achievement, but and I think it's, I think it's more that. You know, it's that concerted push that's gone on for at like least fifteen years. now you know, we want people to play the sport, and we want people to play basketball, we want people interested in in the NBA, and you know, sort of push over a number of years. And it also helps to have a dominant player, a, a dominant player, or well, a very iconic player, Yao Ming, to help drive that years ago, and they made But But the, well, but so the NBA, I,
0: but the NBA hunted it down. That's the difference. Like for many years, I was bringing in players from China and trying to find the right players. For example, the AFL next door is New Zealand, and the sport is not even played there.
1: Yeah, well, that's uh, that's another intriguing. That's another intriguing. Oh, the AFL's China is another intriguing strategy. It's about whether they can bring on enough Chinese sponsors and partners on board. Is it a soft cultural, soft power thing, or soft cultural exchange between the two? I oh, know you can do that with any sport. I Even mean, you can do that with sports that you know, the Chinese are interested in, which is, you know, not Australian rules. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, um, let's, let's see what else. A few little meteorite things have occurred. VN have got the right to the Copa America, so which continues all of their South American, all the South American footballs on. bn and they've had a. So, in fact, the Cop America is going to be in Australia via them. That's one of the other little bits of news. But other than that, we are out of here. We're done for the week. That's my five five. I hope I got five bits of, bits of news anyway.
0: So We still love you, That's, Clint, even if you don't. Whip. We still love you, even if you don't, Clint. It's fine.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Thanks so much anyway. Thank you. <laughs> no worries at all. All right. There's Clint from Bullpen Media Group, ladies and gentlemen. As he always does, never lets us down, never disappoints, always has the goods, always has something interesting to, to tell us and teach us about. Thank you very much for joining me this week on SportsFinders' Sports Tech Update. <laughs> Thank you, Ahmed. Um, always a pleasure.